persona. Volunteers. And re-remakes? This and more this week on 8-Bits for the week of July 1st, 2022. Welcome to 8-Bits, a weekly podcast bringing you 8-Bits of video game news fast. I'm your host, Frankie Godoy. Now, let's get started. Indie studio Proletariat is being acquired by Activision Blizzard. The studio will be folded into Blizzard Entertainment to assist with the development of World of Warcraft. As a result, the studio's magical battle royale Spellbreak will be shut down in early 2023. The last major update to the game was in September 2021. The studio was founded in 2012 with talent from games such as Asheron's Call, Lord of the Rings Online, and Dungeons of Dragons Online, all MMOs. The acquisition marks the second studio folded into Blizzard Entertainment recently, following Vicarious Visions early last year, amidst the company's own acquisition in the works with potential new owner, Microsoft. A new Nintendo Partner Direct this week revealed more details on upcoming third-party games coming to the Nintendo Switch. One of the biggest announcements is for tactical RPG sequel Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope, releasing on October 20th. All of the recent Persona games, Persona 3 Portable, 4 Golden, and 5 Royal will also be coming to the Switch, starting with 5 on October 21st and the others at a later date. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection collects all of the Mega Man Battle Network games in one package with additional art and music launching sometime next year. Nier Automata is also coming in the End of Yorha edition, with all previously released DLC and new costumes on October 6th. Square Enix also announced a new action fantasy farming sim called Harvest Stella, launching on November 4th. Emotional macabre adventure Blanc, a text-free adventure, will be launching in February 2023. The complete direct is available on the Nintendo YouTube channel. After the success of Sonic the Hedgehog in theaters, Sega is looking to take other games to the big screen. The first step, per an exclusive interview with IGN, is the Shin Megami Tensei series, namely the popular offshoot, Persona. Toru Nakahara, Sega's lead producer on the Sonic movie, says, quote, Atlas's worlds are filled with high drama, cutting-edge style, and compelling characters. Stories like those from the Persona franchise really resonate with our fans, and we see an opportunity to expand the lore like no one has seen or played before. Persona series already has multiple anime adaptations, but live action would be a first for the franchise. Sega also revealed that adapting the company's existing IP into other media is going to be a larger part of the business going forward. This comes at a time when other companies are actively adapting their properties to other media, such as the recent Halo TV series and Uncharted film, alongside the upcoming Last of Us TV series on HBO. AR developer Niantic has been hit by a series of layoffs. The San Francisco-based company laid off as many as 90 people this week and canceled a variety of projects. Some of these projects include Transformers' AR game called Heavy Metal and other projects with the names Hamlet, Blue Sky, and Snowball. Per Niantic CEO John Hank, the layoffs come after the company was, quote, facing a time of economic turmoil and needing to, quote, further streamline our operations in order to best position the company to weather any economic storms that may lie ahead. 
While Niantic has primarily existed off of the revenue brought in by Juggernaut Pokemon Go and the company's first original game, Ingress, new projects are still on the way. One of those is a new partnership announced this week with the NBA called NBA All World, adapting the gameplay of Pokemon Go to basketball. Players can challenge or team up with NBA players such as Steph Curry or Jason Tatum in games while collecting items to customize their in-game avatar. NBA All World is set to launch alongside the 2022-2023 NBA season. And now for a message from our sponsor. The team behind Steam's most wish-listed game, The Day Before, wants people to make the game for free. Singapore-based Fantastic posted on their website this week that they are seeking volunteers to help with the development of the open-world zombie RPG. Volunteers, per the website, are paid in, quote, participation certificates, free codes, and cool rewards. Roles the company is seeking to fill with volunteers includes community management and localization, roles filled typically by full-time employees or contractors at other gaming companies. The company also has a section for full-time volunteers who work for salaries but no positions are open at the time of writing. Further obfuscating the volunteer positions, a statement released by the company also refers to internal employees as volunteers, as well as the title to refer to members of the company's Discord server. Following up on a question from Rock Paper Shotgun writer CJ Wheeler on the company not compensating fan contributions to development, the company says, quote, We are always open to our fan suggestions and never exploit people's labor or make anyone help us. Blade Runner Enhanced Edition is not just upsetting fans of the original, but also other developers. The remake handled by Night Dive Studio, known for their works on the ports of Turok and Doom 64, is a notable miss from the studio usually praised for their handling of older games. The pre-rendered art of the original appears to be upscaled using AI, leading to lots of smudging and smearing of the image through the game. Other issues include missing language dubs, misaligned menu items, and low bitrate mono versions of the game's music. Making matters worse, a fan remake of the game by ScumVM that had been available on GOG has since been delisted and replaced by the remaster. To make up for the poor reception, Night Dive then began bundling in the fan remaster for free with their own game. However, the storefront still stained the well-liked fan version positive reception with its own negative image. At the time of writing, the Scum VM version has since been brought back to its initial state on GOG with a positive reception. Blade Runner Enhanced Edition is now available as a secondary dropdown on the same storefront with its negative rating intact. After months of waiting, co-op is finally coming to Halo Infinite. The Halo series, historically known for its local multiplayer, has had the feature neglected in the past two entries of the series. Halo 5 lacked any sort of local multiplayer. Developer 343 Industries had initially promised that local four-player co-op would be in the game at launch, but the mode was absent even after the year-long delay of the title. However, there are caveats. The mode will only be launching in beta, available only to owners of the game or those with Xbox Game Pass subscriptions. Afterwards, players will need to be registered Halo Insiders in order to play. On top of that, testers will need to download a separate build of the game to test the co-op campaign. The beta will also test Mission Replay, another feature missing from the game at launch. 
The Halo Infinite Campaign Co-op Beta will run on Xbox and PC from July 11th to the 21st, with the mode hopefully launching in full in August. Finally this week, Cult Hit Shooter 13 is being remade. Again. The 2003 first-person shooter released to middling sales, but a comic book art style and story that engrossed players. Then, in 2020, a remake of the game was released and was labeled by reviewers as one of the worst video game remakes ever. The game was mired in bugs, functionally broken game mechanics, but most notably, no longer had the trademark comic book style fans enjoyed of the original. Now, nearly two years after its original release, the remake has been remade. Publisher Microids announced on Steam that the remake has been reworked by a new studio, Tower 5. Per the announcement, changes include reworked art direction, AI, and numerous technical improvements. This remake will be released as a free update to the game on September 13th. Looking forward to next week, Tennis Sim Matchpoint Tennis Championships launches on all major platforms on July 7th with remaster collection Klonoa Fantasy Reverie Series on Nintendo Switch on July 8th. Outside of games, fundraising speedrunning marathon Summer Games Done Quick is running for at least another 36 hours if you're listening to this as soon as the episode publishes. All proceeds from SGDQ are going to Doctors Without Borders. You can tune in to the speedrunning marathon at twitch.tv slash gamesdonequick. And that's it for this episode of 8-Bits. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. I'd really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can follow the official show Twitter at 8BitsGG. That is at the number 8B-I-T-S-G-G. You can also follow me personally on Twitter at Frankie Godoy. That is at F-R-A-N-K-I-E-G-O-D-O-Y. But otherwise, that's really it. So once again, thanks for listening and have a good rest of your week.